and welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about Atiye slash The Gift season one, episode seven, which as Sophia has dubbed it, was incredibly traumatizing. I don't understand why this happened, why they did this to me, to us. It's very unfair. So we have a lot to talk about, obviously. <laughs> um, we're doing this in the early afternoon. So I have a delicious fresh cup of iced coffee to get through. So I should be very awake by the end of this podcast. <laughs> Is anybody drinking tea? No, I had some this morning, but that's gone. <laughs> I had some like 10 minutes ago, but I would have had to pee a lot during this if I was 10 minutes. It, you so. could have saved I, it. I didn't bring, I bring a you second. You could have saved it 10 minutes and then had it for the podcast. You could have lied. They nope. don't know. <laughs> I started like, tw- I started like 20 minutes ago mm. and 10 minutes ago. It was <laughs> well, we're upholding the grand tradition of not having any tea. So that makes me proud. Shall we move on to the recap? Yes, we shall. I don't really want to hear this again, <laughs> to be honest. But here we go. Sophia's going to take us through what happened in this episode. There are so many things in this episode that I was like, no, please, no. <laughs> Starting with, um, so Jones is really upset in her bed. Like we left her last time. But Atiyah just realizes that this is, um, she's Erhan's sister. So this is a very impactful thing um and so she doesn't pay attention to john so like she immediately disconnects from the conversation it's like oh i left my cell phone somewhere i need to go get it which sure so she goes and confronts her father who says you know like i was a lowly police officer there wasn't really anything i could do here's a packet with all the information um these people were like killed in cold blood and there was a big effort to cover it up and I saw the baby, I took it because like probably people are going to do something bad to it or like kill it or something. So I felt that the best thing was just to keep it and don't tell your sister because then everything will go to shit. So then she gets home and John's was asleep. So she kind of like organizes stuff, um, but she's pretty stressed out, puts on a shirt and oh, it's like the morning somehow also. And she puts on a shirt, goes for breakfast with our friend. Uh, Ozan, who basically what he what he's trying to do is trying to figure out if John told her anything. So he's kind of like feeling everything out. Um, and so she gets up to go to the bathroom with her purse, but leaves her phone on the table conveniently. And she he sees that she gets a message. So he sees the message. He deletes the message because um, he knows it's like her confession. And so he like Ati never knows she got that message. And then she dumps him. Then she's like, yeah, I don't even know why I let this come to this. Like that, I let this relationship get to this point. I really like this should have never happened, and I don't want to be with you. Whatever. Like very clear that she, there's no way they're gonna get back together. Versus last episode, so she gives him back her ring, and um, then she goes to Erhan's house, and like he is obviously very, um, you know, kind of emotional about having found out that his sister's not dead. And he's trying to understand um, what's going on. And they talk about these like nice little childhood memories with, oh no, not yet. So they, they see the star, they see a very shiny star, which is serious. And Erhan says, you know, this was used to, like it used to be considered in old times to be a really bad omen that something bad was gonna happen. Um, but it's just, I don't even know what he says. It's just the shiniest star in the universe or whatever, in our galaxy, not universe, sorry. 
Um, did you, did you, Sophia, sorry if I missed it because uh, my audio did something weird, but did you also mention that he said it was a sign of calamity, the sign, the star? I think so. I, 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 okay. I'm not sure, but I think I said it was a sign that something bad okay. was going to happen. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I missed it. Yeah. Um, and so he's trying to figure out about this Quranic verses that he found out about last episode. And Atiye, of course, with her eternal wisdom that she's gained now, just making a joke, but kind of, um, says like, maybe he just wants you to look at the Quran. So um, they find some sort of uh, cryptics, which reminds me so much of the Da Vinci Code that I can't even, um, or what is it called? It's called the cryptics, right? Or whatever. Just a, a little. Yep, exactly. And it's def- that's the first thing I thought of was the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> but it basically, it's a little um, cylinder thingy that it contains a message or something. But it's secret and you have to find out the code. Um, and they think that probably the code has something to do with that those numbers, but they need to figure it out. So then we go to Ozan. He's grieving. He's in his jacuzzi tub that looks very pleasant by a window, drunk. And then his dad's like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, I screwed everything up. Atiyah dumped me and I slept with Jansu. And he's like, you're useless. The only thing you ever had to do was get married to Atiyah. So I had had questions, well, we can discuss this later, about whether it was overt that his father had told him that he needed to marry Atiyah or if he just like, his father just like schemed everything so he would fall in love with Atiyah. But we can discuss that later too. So his dad's like, now I'm going to make you feel pain because it's one of the like most defining emotions for human beings or something like that. And then he just beats him with a belt and then he like lies next to him, which was a bizarre turn for me. And so Atiyah and Erhan are still together and he has these wind chimes in his apartment and they're making noise. And he tells a story about how his dad would walk under the wind chimes with his baby sister. And then he would get jealous. And John's, um, Atiyah talks about how she got jealous of John. So- they're talking about the wind chime and having a very romantic moment and then yeah. they kiss and yeah. they have sex and <laughs> your, your audio basically is there's like these weird voiceovers where they talk about t- how t- like t- love t- isn't something you know yeah, it's a experience yeah. and all these weird voiceovers that i don't understand <laughs> and in the morning when they wake up Atia has some sort of birthmark on the back of her neck that she's never noticed so they kind of like joke around, whatever. She goes to the mirror to see the thing. And then she just like kind of blurts out like, Jones was your sister. <laughs> I think all of my bullet points for this episode are WTFs, including that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Pretty much the list of WTFs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... Um, um, what were you sure. saying, Sammy? I think, I don't think uh, the, it was recorded or I don't know. Oh, I mean, we. I'll save it for the gossip section but just the decision to tell him like that at that timing was so bizarre but it's classic Ati I feel like it is okay so then we we go to Jansu she's leaving the apartment she has decided that she's leaving she doesn't want to come back but of course somebody's at the door unfortunately um guess who arrived first to the apartment Ozan so they have this whole discussion and she's like I have to tell my sister and he confesses to having deleted the video from her phone um, and so they have this kind of struggle. He obviously gets really aggressive and he, this is okay. This is just a classic TV trope, pushing someone really hard against something and like killing them by just like pushing them really hard. Just like our favorite murder apartment in Masum. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, definitely. No, but this wouldn't have this this wouldn't have happened without the the nail. I mean, that oh. like went into her. I did not see that goal. Yeah. Oh yeah, they showed yeah. a dripping bloody nail. Ew. Uh, after yeah, it was really gross. Thank God I didn't catch that. Yeah, that like it like it like hit her in the wrong spot. But also, we haven't seen oh, everything shit. yet. Just FYI, we still have one more episode, <laughs> so just wait. Oh shit! <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, so John Sue. Oh, now I see the yep. trick of the nail with one little drop of blood dripping. Anyway, so um. Ozan is clearly like upset about what he did. He doesn't know what he's doing. So then Erhan and Ati arrive at the apartment and they're very chill. He doesn't seem that like surprised that she just revealed a really important piece. Well, she he does ask why she didn't say it before. And he's and she says, No, she does ask why. No, he asks why she didn't say it before. <laughs> and he's and she says it's because she wanted to protect John Sue, et cetera, et cetera. So she gets into the apartment he stays in the car for some reason and she he she finds her well she finds John still on the ground like not responsive and so Erhan walks into the apartment because he sees that suspiciously there's a ton of cops outside and they're asking for Atie by name and so he goes in he tells her they need to get like get out he also finds her engagement ring by the body so he gets the idea that she's being framed which I guess she kind of is for sure so then they run away Ozan gets called in to testify so that means that Jansu died and he's really upset and his father's like don't be dumb you're not gonna say it was you obviously because he's like I killed her whatever guilt for one second slash who knows he's probably gonna (laughs) become evil because of the guilt that's another trope um and John and um Atiyah's trauma is probably gonna be a leading force in this show just making some uh, random comments about what tropes we know um and so she's in shock they're escaping and, and Erhan takes her to the professor's house so the police officer is saying that it was probably Atiyah because Atiyah like her sister sent her this video that like basically like proves that she was the one who killed her because John Su slept with her fiance, which honestly, like they clearly do not know Atiye. I feel like yeah, it was a pretty so, good setup, though. We'll talk about it, but I feel like that worked really well. So they, the Serdar and and Ozan walk into the police station, and um, Atiye's dad gets really upset and calls him a ton of curse words that now I'm learning because I didn't learn before. <laughs> Anyway, so (laughs) they walk into the station, they show the video, everyone's extremely upset. Um, The dad is like very, Mustafa is very, very upset. And clearly, I mean, there's motif, like there's a motive, but the dad at least seems to think that Ozan's to blame or is just taking out his anger on Ozan. I'm not entirely sure. So apparently this video runs in the news. I do not understand why they would play this in the news. (laughs) But they play it in the news and Atiyah watches and she's just like so saddened and like so in shock. And the professor has to like calm her down. Um, Erhan, we don't know where he is. And um, she gets a call from her mom. So she's like, okay, I have to go see my mom. And her mom's just standing in a very weird like park or forest or something with an umbrella and it's raining. And so Atiyah comes to her and her mom's like, I know you did it. I know it was you. Like, how could you do this? 
I knew my mother had cursed you, like all these things. And so the mom like basically tells her that she thinks she's guilty. And then, and that no, that she thinks it was um, her mental illness, her paranoid schizophrenia that like made her go into another state and accidentally kill her sister. Um, which, okay. <laughs> Cause apparently the grandma also was a par- like a paranoid schizophrenic, but it doesn't like, I guess the mother did something bad when she was in, in her, in a state, apparently according to the mother, although based on what we saw in the episode, just a bunch of armed, armed men came into the house and killed her father in cold blood. So I don't even know. Um, so turns out the mother called a bunch of police people, but when the mother hugs Ati and she gets all the, all the visions of what had happened and about how Ati walked into the house and Johnson was already dead. Um, so she, I guess she, her face is kind of a regret and they take Ati away um, and they um, cuff her. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. So we have a lot to talk about. So now we're going to move on into our gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent tea, although it could have been existent if we'd only waited 10 minutes, Eski, but okay, <laughs> section. It was 20 minutes ago, Sammy, and I think the 10 minutes before we started filming. Simply not you could possible. have drank it slower. <laughs> it would have been so cold. Oh, man. You could have been, like, reheated it. No. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, okay. So the first thing, they cut straight to the scene that ended the last episode where John Sue is really upset, not is there and comforting her. And um, I have my first uh, note that's actually a what the fuck, but if we only, if we saved all our what the fucks, we'd have nothing to talk about this episode. So um, she says like, John Sue says like, oh, don't leave. I need to tell you something. And Auntie's like, oh, you can tell me later. And John's like, I don't know if they'll be a later. And then Auntie just walks out. Like, what kind of responsible sisterhood is this? That's not chill. That's obviously a hint. I thought she was going to commit suicide. Um, I also, same, can I also same. say that John Sue like, has a pension for like getting like very drunk and like. Yeah, and big mood swings. And, and, and mood yeah. swings. So I feel like she probably says shit like that all the time. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the kitchen. John Sue and John Sue's like, if there is, like, if there will be a kitchen. <laughs> you'll find a kitchen <laughs> I, I, so i've probably i just like rolled her eyes <laughs> i do i do agree with it on that one yeah fair enough john sue is very dramatic but still i feel like that was pretty shitty to just like ignore her and leave yeah i mean she yeah exactly the bad bad time to do an eye roll basically Atsia. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I think, I mean, one big what the fuck of the episode for me is just that it's hinting so obviously that something's going to happen to Jansu. It's like, okay, you could have been a little more, like, less heavy-handed on it, you know? Yeah. You would have prefer- preferred just the shock murder. It's like, everyone's chilling. <laughs> and you would have been complaining that there were there was no buildup. <laughs> Can't make any of you people happy. <laughs> As he's taking on the I role am, of the yes. showrunner. <laughs> That's um. enough. No more attack. <laughs> and then Atia goes to see her dad. 
Could you guys believe how nice that patio was? That's what I wrote. I was like, I want that balcony. I want that balcony and that like indoor outdoor living room. Yeah. Damn. That was nice. Also, what what was the rush to go see her dad? Why couldn't she just stay with Dunsu for a little bit? Like, I thought, like, honestly, initially, I thought she was going to go see Erhan because it to me, it seemed more urgent that he found out because he was in a bad place. He was like going up there, digging up some graves and stuff. <laughs> like, clearly, it would have ha- like helped him to have that information. But instead, she decides to go see her dad which was not urgent. She could have gone to see him the next day. Like, what was the freaking rush? She had to know. I guess she had to Well, also, him. like, why couldn't she have told Jansu and gone to confront her dad with Jansu? Like... Yeah, plot reasons. Plot reasons, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he had to be all, like, don't tell her because these are, like, professionals who did this and it's, like, a state yeah. secret and all this stuff. Right, right. Um, it's the mob. They kept showing that, like... Cigarette guy in the flashback was that supposed to be Sardar? Cigarette guy, I don't remember that. There's like a I had the same cigarette guy, There's a guy that looked who like looked Sardar. like Sardar, oh. but I couldn't tell if I was just I being stupid that. or if it was supposed to be young Sardar. Seems like young Sardar would be involved. It does. If he was ever it? young. He, I like. I'm not convinced he's human. No, no, he's an alien. <laughs> we know that yeah. from last episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you all notice that? Um, the blanket that baby Jansu was uh what's the word swaddled in mm-hmm. um had the crane that Atia hallucinated on the painting no uh, a few episodes I did ago. not know it was like wow. embroidered on it yeah no so she was already related to Zuhre or maybe Zuhre yeah. given her that yeah I don't know there's blanket. some yeah yeah because like I guess Zuhre interacted it seems like she interacted with um uh nazim based on like all of his invisible ink notes Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um yeah that child was marked (laughs) from the (laughs) beginning (laughs) yeah i feel like this is all going to turn out to be like an elaborate plan from the universe or something like that then we have the cafe scene oh my god ugly cafe first of all i hated those like fake ivy color walls. so ugly like i love a green (laughs) wall but that fake ass ivy is disgusting looking yeah it was like and it was everywhere it wasn't like an accent wall it was like the entire every single wall (laughs) it was wild um pull of the host like if you were going to the bathroom and you're bringing your purse would you leave your phone on the table no no no. What am I going to look at when I'm on the toilet? Right. <laughs> well, also, if you're like concerned enough to bring your purse with you, you obviously would take your yeah. phone with you or yeah. you just leave them both. Yeah. No, no I, I, I said that as I was watching. Like I said that out loud as I was watching because I was like, who doesn't take their phone with them? <laughs> <laughs> you clearly don't trust your whatever he is at that point almost you know almost completely broken up with x right you don't trust him enough with your purse but yeah i also was Ugh. convinced that she was just gonna leave and pretend she was going to the bathroom oh, yeah oh, that was a pretty bizarre yeah. <laughs> uh plot reasons bathroom visit like why didn't she do that when she arrived i don't understand you have to you should, i mean people need to just pee before they leave their houses it's an underrated that's an underrated childhood <laughs> habit that people that you know need to remember their moms True. taught them anyway actually but uh, he had the worst mom has the worst mom ever so she probably never got oh that my god about using the bathroom before you leave the house you're not <laughs> kidding the worst 
<laughs> the worst. Um, I was also thinking during that cafe scene, like, can you imagine eavesdropping on that conversation? <laughs> it would be yeah. so great. Yeah, they weren't. They well, it's hard to tell how like quiet these TV show heated discussions would be in real life just because like obviously the only audio that the showrunners want to pick up is there so it seems incredibly loud like I feel like that was like you would have heard that a table over (laughs) definitely yeah um my friend and I used to go to this uh restaurant in New York that was a tapas bar in Upper West Side and for some reason it was like the place for blind first dates Hmm. Oh my God. It was inc- the eavesdropping. We would just go there and sit the in silence and listen to everybody talking. It was incredible. One guy was, um, guy and a girl on a date, first date, obviously. And he was like a diamond merchant or something. I'm sure I've told you this story. And he was like, Oh, I brought you this diamond necklace to wear during the date. And then I'll you take it back. Like you told me that anyway. <laughs> and it was also like one of those drop necklaces that went like in between her cleavage. And oh my God. He, he was just staring at it the whole time. And she was so uncomfortable. And then he started talking about his sailing and she just wanted to leave, but she couldn't because he'd put a diamond necklace around her neck. <laughs> wow. Oza- Why didn't Ozan try this? Angle? It was unbelievable. Like, Ozan Best like gave it to her as a gift. He has to, he had to do it like on a lease basis per interaction. Right. Right. Ugh. <laughs> it was incredible. But I, 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 I thought that um, Ozan's, Ozan's apology was obviously entirely about him as opposed to like being about actually apologizing or making amends. Um, yeah. So I thought it was weird that he didn't just mention that his dad wouldn't let him break up with her. Like I thought that would have been entirely relevant to include <laughs> in addition to like every other grievance he had about the breakup that was entirely self-centered. I mean, he didn't listen to her at all. It was like, (laughs) if he was actually trying to make her stay with him, he could have done a much better job. Yeah. Yeah. And she's also, but at the end he begged, he begged literally the only thing that was missing there was some groveling, some good old fashioned groveling. (laughs) Um, and then, so do you guys go for it? Sorry. I was just going to say, like going back to my point from the recap, do you think his dad is like actually forcing him to be with Atiyah. No, I think I think he I think Sadat engineered their acquaintanceship and then planted the right seeds to get him to like ask her out and then like you know he, you know he did all the right things for a while and then he raped her and then somehow this relationship continued. Uh-huh. And then, yeah and then yes vomiting ensues um <laughs> among the among the hosts of this podcast um but i i think that it wasn't like i think ozan believed he was instigating the really like it you know it was just an organic relationship and he really loves her but i'm 100 percent sure that Sardar, like obviously for however many millennia he's alive if they He's like aware of Atia needing to be part of his plan at that particular phase. And then like, who knows if Ozan is even his offspring, but like, he's like, I need to be proximate. So, and my human form is too old. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it's weird. Progeny. It's weird to me that Ozan didn't uh, protest or ask in some way that would have given us a clue as to why Serdar needs Atia 
in the family. Yeah. Because that means that he already knows and like is in on it. I don't think he is in. But on he doesn't seem dumb. like he's in on it. Yeah, I, I don't think. I think it's just his dad is is wording it in a way that makes us think that. I mean that it's obviously like important to him, like not because he cares about his kids' well being, but yeah. because he cares about Atiye mm-hmm. being in the family. But maybe maybe Ozan takes it as like I really think that Atiye is good for you, like the whole like you've never had a family, you don't know how it works. Yeah, maybe. Or Ozan just thinks it's about like the societal embarrassment of not getting married after they've gotten engaged. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is pretty. There is a lot of media in every phase of this, you know, dissolution. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, and then Atiye goes to Erhan, and oh, we get this. I, I wanted them to get together, but not like that. Wait, so what, random you, oh how would you have liked it i just feel like happen? they're not at that point yet like she just broke up with ozan she should be taking care of her sister like i don't know he's like a fucking mess he was digging up a grave yesterday like also is it was was hannah just like yeah and what about hannah she got lost yeah, yeah. good point like a, just a little also like that, that digging up the grave yeah Sorry, go ahead. ahead. I was just saying, was she just a little side, you know? I don't know. They seemed pretty comfortable with each other. That's what I thought too. But I asked my mom that question Mm -hmm. while I was watching. She was like, no, no, Hannah was never serious. They were never serious. (laughs) How do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) She's Team Erhan all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was, I mean, on her having just broken up with Ozan, I think that was like kind of liberating. And she had tried to kiss him in the previous episode. So I think she had the feelings there. Um, he was kind of like being a macho about my ego and how you're kissing me. And that's kind of condescending. But also regarding the grave, they never discussed the grave digging. So he's not going to tell anyone what he I did. Mean, or, would you tell anybody if you had gone and dug up a grave? Well, no. In his, in his, um, in his little, uh, at one point in some little rant, about like how I, I I don't remember what part of the episode this was, but Ahan says like someone cares about like making my sister look dead enough to have buried a doll. Like he said something along those lines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So that was I mean it, it was definitely like less than I would expect someone who went grave robbing to say about <laughs> the experience. But there was like a, a quick a quick shout out to that. <laughs> Also, how did he manage not to dig his parents' graves up, which would have been really disturbing? I mean, they're pretty close by. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess he. once doubt is thrown on those deaths, he'll go over there, too. Also, it's not, like, illegal to do what he did. That's, like, some kind Definitely. of trespassing. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely illegal. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do not do grave rob, listeners. Don't do grave rob. Although, who knows? <laughs> like, he's their closest li- living relative, so maybe he has the right... I don't uh, know how that works. Me neither. Different history section. Different yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> we get the cryptex. I really liked Da Vinci Code. Oh, Da Vinci Code. Not national. I thought it was National Treasure. Oh. Is there one in National Treasure? There might be one in National Treasure, actually. I'm, just because it's the greatest movie. By it's all it's time, a great movie. Say. I love that movie. I, no, I think you're right. I think it's only Da Vinci Code. I think I'm just trying to make... 
national treasure part of the agenda of this it seems like the kind of thing that would be a national treasure yeah no but it's in i can't remember i know that um gandalf is involved in that scene somehow but i can't remember what the crypt text holds in da vinci Code? yeah i think something from the lost scholar thing oh, it's, it's a word that was it's a neologism it's a word that dan brown invented Oh, it wasn't even a thing that existed before. Oh my gosh. I thought it was an ancient historical device. No, word form from Greek cryptos for hidden and secret and and Latin codex, an apt title for this device since it uses the science of cryptology to protect information written on the contained scroll or codex, according to page 99 of the Da Vinci Code. Okay, but but, uh, it did exist because this... This says Thomas Jefferson invented what became known as the Jefferson disk in 1790 to encode and decode secret messages. All these people, all these things that like Jefferson and his friends were doing other than like freeing slaves. It's crazy, man. (laughs) All the things they were spending their time on. (laughs) I hate them all. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. I have a very important question. Yes. Well, not very important, but a question. (laughs) Um, so if like if you see in this episode every time that um, Atie has like hugged someone that she knows, mm-hmm. that person has had some sort of vision or she's had a vision about the person, but that didn't happen with Jansu. Well, that it happened with her mom and dad. It happened with her dad. Yeah, because she has that flashback to when he was like patrolling the car and stuff, right? Oh, that was a hug flashback. I thought that was like. We were getting backstory. So um, footage. I think that's what it was. I think it, I think oh. that was confusing, but I think that it was, um, I think that that last scene was set ups power that she's been yeah. ignoring, but has because yeah. of who her mother was asserting itself yeah. and showing her. That was how I saw it. I think it's just a Serap Atie thing. At, at, yeah, and Erhan got Erhan got it. Have a vision when Zure touched him. Right, Zure transmitted it. But yeah, Atiye also had a vision when she hugged him, and that's how she found out about the blanket. And mm-hmm. yeah, that has to be one of the three, the three um, uh, on the maternal line there. <laughs> Poor Jansu. Poor Jansu. I can't. I'm. I'm with team Sophia on this I don't think there's any way that she's dead dead like she's got to come back I like her just wait and see it'll be Layla all over again oh my god poor Layla oh, it won't be like that <laughs> poor like poor Layla <laughs> <laughs> you guys um, are definitely your, your prediction is very good it's it but it won't be like the immortals thank god <laughs> we have uh I this is another of my in note what the fucks uh Ozan's music oh yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> what the Same. fuck was that <laughs> I guess that's his brooding music but dear god also he has a bedroom jacuzzi like are you like a Miami mobster like what are you like <laughs> well what is, and why wasn't that? he using it <laughs> like, yeah. right he was fully clothed with his uh brown liquor yeah the hell man <laughs> Put some bubbles in. It'll make you feel better. 
uh, would have helped with his back scars. Uh, <laughs> yes, oh God, another yeah. uh, definitely should have had a trigger warning at the beginning of the episode because that was yes, came completely out of nowhere. Um, I wrote that in my notes. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how Ate never saw the marks or scars or whatever. Like that's not a very subtle thing to do. Maybe it's been. It a seems like he. Like maybe they're. Maybe he did it when he was a kid because I think all the all the marks were fresh mm-hmm. when in the side by side bed scene that everyone loved. I think all three of us loved that. <laughs> I was very curious as to what they're trying to say with that scene. It was so creepy. It's just know. like like Serdar is very clearly abusive without having to be physically abusive. You know, like I think we're yeah. all sophisticated enough to recognize what he says as abuse you don't have to show us him whipping him with a belt to show he's a bad dad i think a good a good solid slap across the face would have been sufficient would have been fine if we wanted to if we wanted to show an escalation there into physical abuse yeah just a slap and then like like that's humiliating in and of itself that's Mm -hmm. enough (laughs) yeah that was another Da Vinci Code throwback with the belt. Oh God! What's oh, that these characters? That yeah. Siler guy is that what you're talking about with the Silas? Yeah. Silas. I, yeah. I never saw the movie. I only read the book. Uh, the movie's good. Yeah, I like the book too. I don't know. But... It just Tom Hanks does not give me whatever this dude's no, name. No, I agree. Is Robert vibes. Langdon? Robert Langdon. I thought you were gonna say something about like not liking Tom Hanks, and I was gonna hang up the call. <laughs> No, no, I, Tom I Hanks actually is my cast twin. somebody else, but it's still a good movie, and I really Tom like Hanks the, is the same um, age as you, huh? No, but he was born <laughs> the same day. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks is so sprightly, we don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, going back to National Treasure, Nicolas Cage is the one who is definitely a vampire, not Tom Hanks. Oh, yes. <laughs> Him and Paul Rudd for sure. <laughs> oh, no, well, Nicholas Cage. My comment is more reference to the fact that there's a photo of like a Civil War soldier that was circling oh, yeah. on the internet yeah. like five or ten years ago. That yeah, was exactly there's a Keanu one too. Yeah. That's exactly oh, yeah? the same. <laughs> but I feel like you know, there's a lot. There's been a lot of humans that have been born and died. Like, there's got to be someone past or present who's looked pretty much exactly like like the whole doppelganger thing i feel like yeah that's a there's that whole doppelganger theory that everyone has like a doppelganger yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of on board maybe like not at this moment but like historically like there's a lot of people and like i don't know how many combos really are there genes there's probably so many trillion and i sounded like an idiot but i feel like it could happen well and there are also more and more combos the more time that goes by yeah that's true that's true whatever I'm gonna keep my uh, fake sciencing limited to this podcast, and everyone get vaccinated. That's, <laughs> that's not fake science, by the no, way. That's not fake science. That's not the fake science. I'm not gonna spew anything on social media. That's my anti-vaxxers. Um, okay, we learned that John Sue's old name is Elif. I don't know if that's important, but oh, I did not catch that. Was that said for the first time in this episode? Or, or at least as far as I caught it yeah but I don't know oh, okay I might just have, have like been remembering my old knowledge of the show then because I thought it had already been established but probably not then if you didn't catch it before um the voiceover during the making love scene killed me absolutely killed yeah. me what, what, what are they oh oh the the deep the deep comments yeah about, like yeah, yeah. yep about how love is not something 
<laughs> what is it? You can't explain it. It has experience. to be experienced. Or oh my god. Yeah. How about we just like cringe? Close your mouth. I think sex, and then yeah, that's it. How about you just have sex and enjoy, like enjoy it, whatever. That's what it is. Like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Also, but I thought that that was definitely a contrast. Like I don't know if it's it's on purpose, but it's definitely a contrast to to her first sexual like experience with yeah this dude that's true that's true like she's clearly enjoying it she like it's a two-person thing rather than and she initiated that it. horrifying really yeah. yeah yeah um okay i'm not gonna ask Ezgi, although feel free to chime in but what's up with this star mark is that did that appear after they had sex that's my theory I think it was oh I thought it was always there but okay I, I think it was always there okay I okay. just didn't see it because it's in the back of her neck okay also I could not see that being as a star shape I also yeah, could neither. not see the star in the sky <laughs> when he point when they're pointing there was no star yes in the there sky was there was a the bright yeah, was. like spotlight in the middle of the foggy sky yeah yeah I, I okay what? There was definitely a star in the sky. I agree. I could not tell that that was a star on her neck. I think the makeup no, people messed like, that up. It, it, it looked like a little like rash. I honestly. thought it was like a hickey or something. Yeah. Like no, it, it looks a lot like Gnarly. the birthmarks that babies have that are caused like by friction mm-hmm. or whatever, or like oh. how they're positioned in the womb or whatever. And so they get little marks. Like oh, is that for one? example, my oh one. I didn't know that. One of my youngest siblings has like one. He used to have one here. Because, like, if they're against the walls of the uterus, I guess that I don't know. Huh. So it's literally a birthmark. I thought it was just like something because you had it like from when you were born, but if it's, it sounds like literally caused by <laughs> birthing. <laughs> well, I think some, but my oh. brother was not born through, he was a C section baby. So, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I don't buy that it's a star. I don't know how Adon like concluded that it was a star. Atia like <laughs> took a really like half-assed look at it. And was like, yeah, wow. She also Whatever. had a compact mirror, which I feel like she should have just whipped out her iPhone. Like, who has a compact mirror? Right. I think a lot of people have compact mirrors. I, I'm just I'm not the kind of person that would have one because I don't wear makeup and stuff usually. I was gonna say Sophia's about but to I pull, feel like... pull out her like floppy yeah. disk from her purse now. And then... <laughs> her flip phone <laughs> yeah i mean I, i'm just not a, i'm not opposed but i i wouldn't have one in my purse but i think people do have that in purse. um and then a truly bewildering comment from atia she's like <laughs> oh our head's like oh is the mark genetic does your mother have it and she's like oh no my mother doesn't have it and neither does john sue but obviously not like- no she says not neither the, does john sue but like but that wouldn't matter or something. She says something like that. Does she? I felt like it was such a yeah, stupid thing she, to think, say. No, I think Sophia's right. I think she like, like had a moment where she was like, Johnson was my sister, which is true. But then like realized, oh, but not by. And then she was like, oh, Erhan, I forgot. I have something to tell you. <laughs> oh, oh Johnson, right. Your sister. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe that. I feel like that's Rip really off shitty that to like yeah. sleep with him and then tell him. It's like a pretty oh fair god. exchange of info though. Atia, you have a birthmark on your scalp. <laughs> Adhan, you have a sister who's not dead and she's my sister. <laughs> oh my gosh. At least she doesn't oh have god. to worry about this one sleeping with her sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh god. That's dark. <laughs> 
that's like some uh, Luke and Leah shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God. Also, okay. Also, I have another question. Oh, also, so, set up has to have that birthmark. There's like no way she doesn't because it's like the little shepherd girl had the star on her forehead. It's like, well, anyway. I don't, I don't remember if she does, so it's not a spoiler, but I'm like pretty sure she's gotta. That's my <laughs> not remembering prediction. Oh, okay. Um, what do you guys think of that conversation that Jansu has with, with Ozan before he kills her? Like, she's saying all these horrible things, and in theory, she's in love with him. So it just, I guess, like, for in order to not hurt Ati and more, she wants to push him away. But I just thought that was like the things that she was saying were pretty awful. Yeah. And like, and weird too like oh everybody just thinks of you as your like obviously that's clear like you don't need to yell that at him he knows (laughs) but he got really upset he was really upset by it like it definitely pushed all the intended buttons also yeah Yeah. she was at that moment i don't think she was still in love with him i think that pretty much ended after yeah i think she she realized that she actually wasn't in love with him after she slept with him yeah because in the video she says that she she's in love with she was in love with him or something which is true like when atia and ozan were like going out up until all of the all of the you know spooky stuff started happening mm-hmm. and then the adiaman cave nonsense all <laughs> nonsense <laughs> uh, i think that was a turning point because that's when johnson first had her, her had her first dumb confrontational discussion with ozan about the affair that she just really didn't need to have and then the boardroom scene followed <laughs> the boardroom <laughs> uh, yeah i think she realized that ozan was really nothing special to lust yeah. after so i'm really annoyed that that he killed her like i drew a little sad face emoji in my Aww. notes because i was so angry <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I kind of saw it coming, but I was also like, oh no, yeah. it's so obvious. Don't do that. And like, well, they just made it really obvious throughout the they episode. They did, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also, it, it kind of like to me, it begs the question of why did they reveal what? Why did they structure a whole twist around the sister if they're going to kill her off in the next episode? Uh, yeah, I. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm sure she's coming back because there's no point. Why would you kill her off? She's like very interesting. Got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of plot revolves around her. So, Yeah, but her death is probably going to have a big impact for Erhan and Ati. So that's probably going to be like a big plot thing coming going forward, I assume. Yeah. Um, would a nail like that actually kill you? I'm not so sure. I think maybe if it goes deep enough I feel like it's realistic for her to like bleed as much as she just depends where it hits right in the brain because the brain's a whole cluster (laughs) like who who knows um but I think like her passing out and like fainting and like getting dizzy and wobbly whatever yeah I was I was I was on board with all that but yeah yeah, it doesn't I look agree. like a ton of blood. It doesn't look like a ton of blood on the floor. No. Yeah, it also took a a, like, a a bit longer than I think it would take if you had a brain injury and it like actually went into your brain. Hmm. Like I don't think you would die that slowly. Like I don't think you would be able to say any words. Right, right. 
if it wasn't a lethal brain injury, yeah, like to be like, I see what you're saying. Like if, if it were a lethal brain injury, it would pretty much knock you out, like take out a consciousness yeah. real like immediately. Um, yeah. But th- this is definitely pointing to severe, but non not necessarily lethal, like, but brain injury. Yeah. I remember yeah. there was a Grey's Anatomy episode where a guy had like a nail gun incident and he had like eight nails in his head and he was fine. So quite a, quite an incident. <laughs> <laughs> Casual run in with the old nail gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Is there a household okay, object also- that hasn't been part of a Grey's Anatomy plot? By the way, no. at this point, no. there's been like twenty seasons. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, and there's definitely been like every scenario of a shooting at yeah. the hospital yeah. that you can imagine yes multiple like outbreaks and like disease agents so yeah mm-hmm. truly meredith had covid all last season <laughs> pretty much man um, okay i have many questions still okay one of them which i made in the recap is why is the video in yeah. the news same as wtf that would never they would literally never show that on like network news it would maybe be viral on the internet mm. but it would never just like show up well my my the only thing that made sense to me was if they're looking for Atiye, like if there's a police uh what is it called whatever she's a suspect they need to bring her in and she's like running away so like they show that video but yeah. like she's not in the video so no just to show other people how shitty she is so they bring her oh, into the police oh, or something i, I don't know She heard her poor sister who was so upset about sleeping with her fiance. Like, come on. Ugh. I that made me wish that Atia had stayed there and like fought the frame up because it's just like so ridiculous. Come on. But it was a good frame, like it's a very good frame up, obviously. Yeah. The ring. But the ring was not on purpose, was it? Yeah, because she gave us on the ring. Yeah. But it felt like it fell out of his pocket is what I'm no. guessing. Like he didn't like take it out. He definitely took it out and put it next to the body. Yeah, we don't know how much time passed between these events. I right. just want to remind everyone. Because he was yeah. gone by the time she got there. Yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. when they were pulling up, I was like screaming at my computer. I was like, hurry up. The and the blood <laughs> yeah. on the and the rug, the rug had like absorbed the blood like it was not it did not look like like very wet at that point yeah so who knows it could have been sardar that did that yeah and also called the cops because like they were looking for her by name yeah there were like a whole bunch of them yeah all and they hadn't even found the dead body yet right Mm -hmm. right right good point um can we talk about how much i fucking hate set up now Oh, what an absolute monster. What is wrong with this bitch? Like, ugh. She like continues to gaslight her and sells her out. It's like, yeah. go to mom hell. Yes, where you would yeah. where you belong. She can- but why is she so convinced that Atiye did it? It's what I'm very, not, that, what doesn't yeah. make sense. Well, she's like in league with Sardar because Sardar was like, oh, good job, Sarap. Like, we really killed that one. Like she did it for him. I think they need to give us a little bit more. Like, I know, I, I know, like twenty or so minutes ago, I was defending the showrunners, but I do <laughs> think that the 
script could have done with a couple more set up childhood flashbacks that explain why she was so afraid of her mom and like saw what she was doing mm-hmm. in Adiyaman as like dangerous and harmful and negative because all we get is that she was healing people in right. the community through like mystical means and then the men were pissed that their women were suddenly like independent spirited so they like attacked their house with pitchforks but like that's like any kind of witch trial scenario that's ever happened in history so um it's not exactly like set up unless set up subsequently was kind of brainwashed by other villagers to believe that her mom was evil and then like totally bought into that shit which I think she has the capacity to do because she has like zero loyalty to anyone um I think there's like not enough there to merit how dangerous she thinks her mother is I would but. rather that she's actually evil than that they're saying like, oh, poor Sarah, she had a terrible childhood right. and she's doing but the I best she can. What, I think that's what they're trying to do, which right. is, yeah, just BS. It's not convincing. It's like, I, just, I wish it was more like she has these powers as well, but she's like corrupted and like serves her own interests right. or whatever. But, right. but that's not the case. Like she thinks she's doing the right thing. So it's, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Um, but she definitely sees for sure sees that Atier is innocent in a vision, but doesn't seem to affect her at all. No, she's like- It does, yeah. Yeah, she looks like she she, she regrets it from that moment onward, but it's too late. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that, but okay. I'll take your word for it. I think I just hate her too much to read the nuances of her expression. (laughs) You were probably flipping a few tables over while like that. The regret, yeah. the regrets uh, shots were happening. Yes, I was making a yeah. little set up doll and feeding it to my dog, <laughs> <laughs> covering it in peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> um, but I have a question. Like, if the police, like in theory, were being thorough and just weren't a TV show about something else, <laughs> like, wouldn't they think that the guy was also a clear person who, like, obviously they're interrogating him, whatever. But why are they capturing Atia? Like, is the, did the mom say, like, I'm sure it's Atia? Or, like... Probably. I mean, just, like, what what would... I think what the ring... Would make it so... The ring is... Oh, well, the ring, they didn't find the ring, though. But they said there was other no, physical evidence. The ring, but yeah. they said there was other physical evidence mm-hmm. on the scene that pointed to Atia. So I don't know if they, like, left a hair or whatever. And my um, assumption is that Serdar had some sway in making this happen yeah. quickly and turning yes. the attention mm-hmm. away from Ozan. Yeah. But I mean, they did bring Ozan in for a statement and played the video for him and were like, so you slept with the girl that got murdered. Right. right. Yeah. So I think like the police still see him as a person of interest, but there's more material evidence, physical evidence pointing to Atiyah because of probably right. Sardar's intervention. Yeah. Um, yeah. Atiyah's dad knows what's up, at least. Although yeah, like I don't immediately. That was awesome. Really <laughs> trust him to do anything about it, but at oh. least his heart is in the right place. Mm. so do you guys think that Sardar engineered everything like including the Ozgur soys I can't say that last name but whatever her, yeah, like Atiyah's family Atiyah's family adopting Jansu because oh. like the dad was like mm. a very lowly police officer and now he's wealthy and has a beautiful patio slash terrace wow <laughs> maybe. I like that theory like maybe he's mm. responsible for their success but the whole like his son sleeping with the daughter he wanted Mustafa to adopt. Like, I feel like that like really those are some unintended consequences that he didn't. Yeah. 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 
but he he wouldn't be able to control that like he wouldn't be able to control ozan's relationship and he didn't know about it like if he knew about it probably he would have done something i really like that theory because that would also explain why set up is like so subservient to him Mm -hmm. well maybe they have a relationship i'm also yeah that could be too you know i don't trust that bitch did y'all notice that she was also staring at Sirius before she sold out Atia and was like, like oh, when mut- she's in mutter- the police station, yeah, when she was like muttering things about how like Atia should have never talked, found Zuhra or talked to Zuhra, mm-hmm. so like she knows about the whole serious huh. calamity thing yeah. too. Yeah, because she says one sister is going to jail and the other one's going in the ground or something super yeah. ominous yeah, right, like that. Right, right. Yeah, that reminded me of the um. What was that red star in Game of Thrones? It was like the oh. dragon star. Or something. Like it was like a shooting star, or like a comet or something that everybody saw that foretold the coming of the dragons. Oh, I got that. I about that because it was disappointing. Yeah, I just <laughs> for, just don't think about the last season and then I enjoy the show. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Have you run into George R. R. Martin in Santa Fe? My dad saw him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. I've yeah. heard people, like locals are very protective of him. Like if anyone tries to bug him, they're like, no, <laughs> surround him like, yeah. <laughs> like musk oxen. <laughs> He's uh, done a lot for the community here, I think. So people are very happy about him. So now we're going to move on into our favorite section, which is what the fuck Sultan of success and Fatma's hit list. I would love to just start with Fatma's hit list this time because I want set up dead. Yeah. Set up or Ozan though. Set up. Honestly, set up. Set up. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Uh, I hate Ozan a lot too. Ozan. Cause like he's like not, a little, he's still kind of a bumbling type. Where yeah. set up like selling out her daughter like at every opportunity <laughs> but he's not gonna get he's never gonna take responsibility for his actions you know yeah and he did murder Jodsu <laughs> that was bad set up is so shitty I know <laughs> I like want I, if I had to like choose whom to kill like I, I would definitely go for her personally me too if I, if I were Fatma <laughs> but in terms of who the police should be yeah, reprimand. It would be Ozan, but I think yes. for Fatma, set up. For, vig- for vigilante justice, yes. aka Fatma justice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, good. I'm glad we decided on that. Uh, so now we can do what the fucks, which I think I've said most of mine already. <laughs> I have a couple unique ones ba- okay. like that, that we haven't said yet. So, um, we already talked about Sadar like belting his son, but also the fact that he literally threw him across the room before he did that. I was just like, oh my God. WTF. He has super strength. It's all the yoga. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the yoga in the in the three-piece suit. Right. Um, 
So that was one of them. Um, and also Atia liking wind chimes. I was like, who likes wind chimes other than the oh, immoral my God. people who own wind chimes? My mom <laughs> loves wind chimes and I find oh. them so annoying. They're I can't so stand the noise. My neighbor has some in the back and out front and just like no matter where I'm or I am in my house. I can hear them. Thank God they don't. Thank God I'm not like the type who can't go to sleep because of like random background noises. Yeah, but yeah. Would it would have started a fight otherwise? <laughs> um, and then I had uh, I think that that might be it actually. Oh, and the airing of the WhatsApp WhatsApp uh, video on TV yeah. was just like that'll never happen. Mm-hmm. And then I and then I wrote in all caps that uh set up looks like she regrets what she did but it's too late you trash lady so that's (laughs) that's not what what the fuck that's an accurate statement of fact that's just i just see i was the statement i made oh and i don't know if we said this but this is more like um a plot discussion but not a what the fuck but the box that the cassette tape fell out of last episode where we were like how did adhan have this box of his dad's stuff and like never open it that was from the trailer in Go Back to Tempest. So there's like a little bit more of an excuse. It wasn't just like in the apartment for like 30 oh, years. Oh, okay. Brought okay. it over. I still would. I mean, he's been working there, it seems, for his whole adult life. So I still would have opened it if I were him. Right. But at least it wasn't like in the other room his yeah. whole life. <laughs> um, I had like one or two, I think. Okay. That we haven't discussed. Hmm. One was like, what the fuck, that brunch invitation or breakfast invitation? Oh, yeah. Like, what was he expecting? Like, was he expecting her to like cuss him out? Was he expecting, like, did not make sense to me. He should have come um, up with a better plan, too. Like, also erasing the message, like, she was going to find out anyway. He's just like, yeah, I mean, what the fuck, checking her phone? Like, aren't you trying to win her back? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And no password on the phone. Yeah. Also, what, that's a big what the fuck. Good point. Pop it open. <laughs> mm, and then my other what the fuck, other than the ones we've already discussed, was that Serdar is wearing really weird glasses when he's to the police station. Really? Yeah, glasses are really odd. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. O- Ozan has like little, they're not matching glasses, but he's matching his dad in the sense that he's got sunglasses and then he's got a stupid like black baseball cap and a stupid black car to get on. It's just stupid. That's what like anonymous rich people wear is black baseball yes. caps with no logo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I have, we already talked about this, but I still think what the fuck with Ozan in the bathtub with the terrible music playing. Like, <laughs> there's no way that doesn't make you feel worse. It's not even like good brooding music. Like, dude. It was horrible. About everything. <laughs> How are you bad at being sad? Like, you idiot. He's really bad at it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't believe he drank that whole uh, whiskey no. bottle either because he didn't seem drunk at all. That's like from his other sad times. Yeah. <laughs> he just cradles it. He doesn't actually drink it. Yeah. It's his teddy bear. <laughs> and then I have what the fuck with the voiceover during the sex scene. Oh. Just like, come on, play some music. Don't You don't need to say sweet yes. nothings to each other. Ugh. Um, okay, Sultan is success. Nobody. <laughs> Meet Jesus. Yeah. The nail on the wall. The, oh. <laughs> the nail. Ew. It w- no, its intended purpose is to hold things up, not to murder people. It's true. 
the nails are I don't know it's, it's like the, the murder apartment why didn't they have any art on there she's an artist put some art they're getting the repaired it would have protected Johnson's head what the fuck art saves lives art Hashtag. saves lives <laughs> um <laughs> um sultan of success uh i, I mean, mean Sardar, is it Sardar? perverse way for yeah engineering or covering everything up and mm-hmm. framing a tso effectively in in what seems to be what i would guess is like an hour or less but i don't know how much time but the thing is like there. uh his plans got ruined by ozan sleeping with johnsu right so i don't understand why how framing ati is going to help him instead of getting yeah also would you rather as Sada have Atia in prison or Atia like yeah. out and like marrying your son right so, like, what's the, right what's the play here but I don't she's, she's demonstrated that she's not going to do what he wants her to do so be, her being in jail is like a way of keeping her controlled yeah maybe yeah. he'll get her released to like house arrest inside mm-hmm. his house or something I think or he, like he'll he'll love he'll say I'll I'll get you out of jail if you marry Ozan yeah. Right. I think right. the idea, I think she's being taken to like a psychiatric ward was the vibe oh, I got from no. everything set up said about like you're gonna no, get God. That's so scary. Yeah. So stay tuned for uh super obviously not problematic depictions of mental illness oh, God. In, in psych ward scenes in the next oh, episode, no. if I'm right, <laughs> if I'm right about where she's going. Um <laughs> all right, well. No congratulations because there's no Sultan of Success, but I would put us forward as Sultan of Success because we reached 90 countries and I think that's dope. So we are the Sultans of Success today, this week. Yes, we will spend (laughs) our vast fortune on our Sultan spoils. Thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next time about season one, episode eight, the season one finale. And hopefully uh, everything turns out really great and happy and John Sue's back. I'm sure that's exactly how it'll end. Yeah. And season two is just all of them like hanging out for eight episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>